Before we get to today's episode of Off the Bench on the Wizards Podcast Network, we want to remind you to download the Wizards app as the season approaches. On the go and in the palm of your hand, the official Washington Wizards team app is your mobile home for all things Wizards. Everything you need to know when it comes to game previews and recaps, radio broadcasts and stats, all at the touch of a button. You can even access the Monumental Sports Network and the Wizards Podcast Network with ease. Download the official Wizards team app today. Wizards fans, welcome to another edition of Off the Bench, presented by the Alibaba Group. Zach Rosen here from WashingtonWizards.com. And joining us on today's episode is the Russell Westbrook, the newest Washington Wizard. Russ, how goes it? How's your day going? How's the week been? Well, it's been amazing. Um, I'm happy and excited to be here. It's been um, a great thus far. You know, first off, we just wanted to start off by saying welcome to D.C. Thank you. Welcome to the D.C. family, as we like to say. Um, we're excited to have you. I know it, it's been it's been an emotional week for Wizards fans for the right reasons, but I think everybody's super excited to have you here. Um, first and foremost, like what has what have your discussions been like with the team, with you know management, reuniting with Coach Brooks? Yeah, Bradley, uh, just what have they been like? It's been a a lot of easy dialogue, a lot of um, conversations, just getting acclimated. I think the X and O's and all the other stuff will come down the line, uh, but I'm getting a chance to know. Obviously, me, you know the organization, knowing the facility, knowing the, the guys on the team. Obviously, I know Coach Brooks. And we have a relationship. And, uh, just been here. The ownership has been amazing. Uh, done a great job of just welcoming me, my family, open arms. So uh, it's been great. You mentioned in your you mentioned in your in your initial press conference the 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 side of being traded, the side of changing teams in any circumstance that people don't see is is moving your family, figuring out where you're going to live. How do you, how do you, how have you kind of started that process? And uh, it's, it's difficult to balance, right? When, especially at the beginning of the season, when things are flying from everything standpoint, just like media day and practice and everything. Yeah. I mean, it's tough. It's more tough for my wife than me, but because she has to do all the moving and all the kids and getting that stuff situated, but I am definitely helping and doing my part of trying to find a place to stay and get acclimated and knowing where I'm at, knowing the city a little bit. Uh, but it's going to be a process, uh, which, you know, I'm open to. I'm, I'm happy because I'm, I'm able to learn a new city, learn a new community, learn new people, and understand um, how uh, important it is. What are you most excited about being in D.C.? Is it getting around the city? Have you, have you spent a lot of time in the city before outside of traveling for games? You know, I, every time I come here, I, um, if I have time. I definitely walk around and, and and try to get to, get to know the city a little bit. But I'm really excited about just getting in tune with the communities here. I think that's something that uh, I always try to do and make sure that's important. And understand the people because the people that live here, that, that they matter, um, whether they're fans or they're not fans. But the communities and finding ways to be able to help uh, any way I can. And obviously being, being in D.C. Um, and so much other things going on across our world and in our Residency um, allows me to better and to, to be able to contact and conversations as well. Uh, so I'm looking forward to the, the total package, especially off the court. Do you realize like how crazy your fan base is for you? You know, um, I do realize, for better or for worse, I do realize the fan base, uh, the ones that ride for me, they ride for me hard. Because <laughs> all we did, we tweeted like, give question for us and we got hundreds and hundreds of responses being like, oh, I've been dying to, to, to know the answer to this. Like, 
and all that. So we're going to get right to it. We got a lot of questions for you, but we won't keep you forever. But I'll start with this. And I know you, you've talked about it a little bit, but number four, I know it's, it's important to you. You've been known your whole career with zero, but, but going back to four, your high school number, yeah. what does it, what does it mean? Uh, it means a lot. I mean, my four was before my high school started when I was playing football, basketball, age of seven, eight, I was four. AAU, play five one four. I was four. Baseball I was four. Um, and it just for me, back then the number was strictly just based it on obviously my upbringings and understanding who I played for and why I played. Number four always kind of resonated with me because it uh, made me think about my family. Um, and as I've obviously gotten older and have kids of my own, wife, and still have my mom and dad, and blessed to have my brother. Um, and I'm able to look down again and have representation of my family and bridging back to square one. At this point in my career, I feel like it's just a great opportunity to be able to bring it back to my roots and understanding why I play, my happiness. Um, so I'm excited about it and um, I'm happy to have it back. This is a good overarching one. And obviously it's, it's maybe a little too vague, but your, your impressions of the young core, obviously we know that you're familiar with Brad's game. Um, the two of you are going to form quite the backcourt for this team and certainly will be the backbone of the leaders. But the young group, uh, Denny Avdia, Cassius Winston, um, what's your first impressions of just watching them get to work, um, watching their first couple practices and, and knowing what coach expects from them, what kind of trajectory they're on? Um, I think the biggest thing I've learned is that they're willing to, to work and listen. I think it's tough to, to come by when you have a group of young guys and that don't know what to expect. The biggest thing they can do is to work and, and listen to Coach Brooks and our coaching staff and our, our staff here because that's the only way you're going to get better, make mistakes. And when guys work, man, you, I can live with that. We got a bunch of group of young guys that want to work hard. That's here early, getting work in before practice, post-practice, and creating those habits um, is better for them, for their own personal careers, but better for our team collectively as well. When you were growing up, who did you look to for inspiration on the basketball court? Whether that was when you were really young or in high school and college, early career, who, who always inspired you as a player? You know what? It's tough because, honestly, my dream wasn't to play in the NBA. Um, I never was, like, you know, looking at different players for inspiration. My parents always was the first people that to inspire me just to do different things. And as, as, a, as an adult, as I got older, um, but as a basketball, Kobe, um, to me, growing up in Los Angeles was a big inspiration to me. You know, just how he played the game and his mentality uh, resonated with me um, just because I, I kind of felt the same way just about playing and understanding how you got to leave and to compete on the floor. So I would say that would be one person that, uh, as I've gotten on and watch and understanding and listening and learning, um, kind of resonated with me. You know, you and Brad are going to complement each other, but like, at this point, now that you've been on the court a little bit, you've got to talk. Like, what do you think it's going to look like? I mean, first preseason game on Sunday already. Yes. <laughs> I know. You know, I'm not sure. I think it's going to be a, a learning process. Brad's going to learn to me. And, and most importantly, i got to learn Brad um, because he's in a position where he can take off a, another step. And my job is to make sure that I help him and make the game very, very easy for him. Um, and I'm going to make sure that I do my work and make sure that um, the game is easy for him when he steps on the floor. People have, people have asked you, obviously, about your your day-to-day, -day, your work routine of non-game days, but this this question specifically, does anything change 
on a game day when you're when you from the time you wake up to get ready getting ready for a game what are like the specific things you have to do uh before you step out on there to, to get ready to go um nothing changed i've been doing the same thing for something to late um just make sure i get a chance to lay down a little bit make sure i eat um and i rest i chill you know throughout the day watch movies nothing crazy um and i keep it simple because once I flip the switch on, it's torn for a while. So uh, I like to, to calm down and to, to calm before the storm. And then uh, when it's time to go, then I'm ready to go. A lot has been made of you and Scott Brooks being reunited, obviously. And that's very, very fun to see how excited you two are to be back together. How does that manifest itself on the court? Is that, is that more of a practice thing? Is that a game day thing? Is it a late game situations, all the above? Where does that most matter? Yeah, I mean, it matters off, off. I think that's what makes our relationship unique. Is that off the floor, when you have a, a connection or a bond or friendship, things on the court um, doesn't really doesn't change. Coach is going, he's going to get on me, uh, and I have so much respect for for him. Uh, his philosophy that my job is to listen and learn and, and try to make the best decision while I'm on the floor. Um, there will be times where I make mistakes where. Coach Rich probably don't like it so much, but he would let me know. And that's why, uh, you know, me and Coach get along so well, because I respect just being straightforward with me and letting me know when um, I'm messing up or when I can be better. And my job is to make sure I listen um, and relay the message to the team or uh, whatever it is. So, Any Scotty Brooks must-know stories from OKC that the people need to know? Um, must-know stories. Um, there's obviously stories of, of Scotty and uh, other things and other people that we won't mention. But uh, this, I just know that Scotty's very—he's very scrappy. He's tough. He's—he's—he's he's, he's a tough one. That's all I can say. <laughs> I think all of us know if we've watched a practice coached by Scott Brooks. I think we know exactly what that means. Um, which of which of your own individual performances do you look back on most fondly for any reason? Um, they, they noted a few, but is there one that stands out to you where, I mean, yeah, for whatever reason, personally, team, anything. Got a lot to pick from. Yeah. Yeah, there are a lot. I don't know. Every, there's different times in my life um, where, obviously, whether it's breaking a record or having 20, 20, 20, um, are doing certain games. Some some games are more significant than others based on the day of the game, what happens, and what's kind of going on in our world. So, I think there. It's hard to say which game, but there are a lot of obviously a lot of significant games on days and when they happen, and, um, you know how they happen, whether so. You mentioned in your press conference that every off season you try to add or improve to one thing of your game specifically. What was that this off season? Um, I I for me. Um, I like to, I would say not one thing, but I have a, a ability to be able to do a lot of different things. And I try to add to each of those elements and try to get better and improving um, at that, whether it's, you know, shooting better, defending better. But this year I'm really focusing on, um, just because I feel like, you know, on the defensive side of things, uh, you know, that's kind of a, a medical thing I would say. Um, and so I'm, I'm gonna make sure that I make sure my presence is felt um, on that end of the floor uh, at a high level. So you uh, have been using why not for a while now. 
your brand and your message. Can you, you know, introduce that to the Wizards fan base just so they they understand more? I know we've had some of those in the past. You know, Kelly Oubre is, a, you know, he's one of those kind of dudes who's, who's definitely built his own brand. But I mean, you've been doing this for a decade now. What, yeah. what is Why Not? Uh, yeah, so Why Not is something that um, I, um, me and my, my buddy started back in middle school, from going to high school. Uh, me and a few friends of mine in high school, we was we started off as a game. We just always do a bunch of dumb things. <laughs> uh, just saying, why not do this? Why not do that? Why not do that? And just, and all positive things, nothing that would get us in any trouble, but just a lot of dumb things that kids would do. And it, it created this mentality for myself and a lot of us that, you know, we, we, would, we would talk about different things of being in the NBA, NFL, uh, whatever it is, um, being a doctor, teacher, lawyer, whatever, whatever profession that somebody wanted to be. And we always just said, why not? Like, we, I kept that mentality. And as friends and myself, I kind of kept that mentality along my journey. Um, it's like when people was constantly doubting me or looking down and not saying I, I couldn't make it because in the society we grew up in, there's a lot of people that doubt you every single day. I'm like, oh, you can't do this. You're not allowed to do that. You won't make it. Um, so it's easy, something that, that gives you a, self reflect word and be like, you know, why not me? Why, why can I be the person that changes this? Why can I be the person that changes? Why not make it to the NBA? Why not do certain things? And that mentality stuck with me um, to this day. And I constantly just keep feeding it to other people and across the world because having self-confidence and having self-admiration um, is very important, especially with the addition of social media and different things. Um, and I want to be able to tell people and give them a self, self-confidence they can do whatever the hell they want to do regardless of what people say, um, see what they can do and continue to believe in themselves. So. And, and Russ, just so our, our fans know and so they can get familiar, that's also the name of, of your foundation and the work that you do in the community. Um, focusing on kids in, in the community for sure, but I, I wanted to touch on that too and give you the chance to introduce that so people know. and. Um, the kind of work that you like to focus on when, when you get into a community in a city? My foundation, um, I started off in, uh, on the literacy side of things and education. Um, I, want, I think education is a huge uh, pillar in our society. Uh, so I started off by, and I keep this part short, but I started off short um, going to different schools, underserved, uh, whether it's underserved elementary schools, um, whether it's a library or a classroom that was not being used or not having the proper books or reading scores, I would go into the school, uh, redo the, uh, the library, uh, partner with Scholastic to give all new books. Um, I gave the kids an opportunity to be able to up their reading scores, then their prizes would be to have parties and stuff like that with myself. Um, and it's amazing. Uh, we got, I don't know, 60 plus reading rooms, I think somewhere in Oklahoma and LA um, and kind of constantly building that. Um, and then recently, um, just I just expanded um, different pillars of my foundation. Um, mental wellness, mental wellness is a huge part of, um, I think, just our society in general. Um, I added that, 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 that part to it, um, as well as just expanding on all levels of academic, financial um, literacy on making sure that our kids, our youth, are able to educate themselves and I'm able to educate them and do my foundation in different programs to be able to help them and allow them to be able to understand uh, what it is, how to open a bank account, understand how to save, how to do different things because just kids in our society and our underserved communities, um, you know, we're not taught 
different things of, of that nature. So I want to make sure that my foundation constantly reach to those the underserved communities, um, and that's my focus. So any underserved communities around the world, um, I've been focusing a lot on LA and obviously in the cities I'm in, and definitely gonna focus on here in Washington as well, um, and finding ways to be able to, you know, get intact to to the communities here. That's awesome. Sticking off the court a little bit, I think so many of the questions that we got are trying to get to know you, the person, a little bit more. So to kind of mold those all into one. Let's say we're in the middle of the season. You guys, for a couple days, don't have a game. Coach has given the team the day off, and you guys are locked out of the facility. So you can't play basketball. How are you spending that day? Um, I'm, I'm spending that day trying to change the world, man. I, honestly, what I do is constantly, if I'm not with my kids or my family, I'm home. But I'm, I'm working on community aspects of trying to give back as much as I give to the game. Um, you know, I feel like this platform is great. It's something that, you know, playing basketball, I love to do. But at the same time, I want to be able to give as much energy I give to the game, to the things I'm doing off the, off the court um, and giving back to the community and finding ways to help our society and close some of our, our gaps in the society, whether it's wealth gap, financial gaps, health, whatever it is for our underserved communities. Well, I feel like we've touched on a lot. Uh, I don't want to keep you any longer. It's been a long day for you, but you've been a – great sport about it. Um, Ross, we really thank you for joining us. We are so excited for the year and from beyond. I mean, hopefully this will, you know, be your landing spot for a long time. Yes, sir. And, uh, we're excited. So thank you for joining thank us. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Appreciate Thanks, Ross. Thanks so much, Ross.